Yo, yo, what up, everyone? Welcome to episode 25 of the In Conversation podcast with your host, Andrew Cervantes. Here we are, episode 25, which is a pretty big milestone. Uh, I know a lot of podcasters start off and, you know, they don't even get past like the third episode. So to be here 25 episodes in, you know, it's a pretty, pretty big uh, accomplishment for sure. Um, the crazy part is that we're just getting started. I know I started this in October and, um, you know, that's, you know, it's March and to be only 25 episodes in is, you know, kind of, well, some people would say slow, but I'm doing my own thing, you know, my own scheduling and I'm taking my time with this. I'm just doing, you know, podcasting what I like to do and it's, it has been getting me somewhere, you know, and it, it's, it's cool to be, you know, to have a podcast that, you know, is opening some doors for you, which is, which is just really cool. But, um, yeah, I want to talk about the scheduling with this podcast real quick before we get into the show. Um, when I first started the podcast, I said that I would be uploading twice a week. I believe it was Tuesdays and Thursdays. Well, from here on out, what I was thinking was when I'm in my school semester, I will be only uploading once a week. And as if you're a loyal listener and you've been listening, you probably have noticed that I've only been uploading once a week. And that's because just really my school schedule and, you know, it's kind of hectic and it's a lot of work to do two episodes a week. But I think when I'm on, when I'm on breaks like spring break or whatever, summer breaks, I will be uploading twice a week. And when I'm not, when my semester is in, I will be uploading once a week. And right now my, um, you know, my semester is in, so I will be uploading, you know, just once a week. But next week I will be getting two episodes to you guys just because next week is spring break which is cool so i have a, i'll have a lot more um time on my hands but i just want to tell you guys that real quick without further ado let's hop right into the show um so first thing i want to talk about what was this uh were these gas prices these gas prices are absolutely insane they are i saw people posting you know like on twitter or social media and stuff that gas prices were getting close to damn near $7 a gallon, which is crazy. Well, at least in California. I, I know I have listeners that are like, you know, kind of like out in other states and even some in other countries. But where I live, you know, is California. California, the gas prices are hidden upwards towards $7 a gallon, which is crazy. I know that it's it's a chaotic time in the world right now, you know, with damn near world war th world war three talks and you know this whole russia ukraine shit with i don't know just inflation being so you know going so high and you know these gas prices are the highest i've ever seen them in my life and i saw um actually on another podcast that gas prices have hit an all-time high in the united states ever so this is the most expensive gas has ever been and i have no clue when they're coming down at all I mean, I'm no expert in this field, honestly. Uh, I don't know what the hell goes on, you know, like, I don't know what the powerful ass people like, you know, the White House or the Supreme Court, whoever the fuck, you know, controls is the government. One thing I do know that I see, I see, I'm seeing a lot of people complain on social media, right, about this gas. And 
I'm not one to complain a lot, right? Yeah, yes, the gas sucks, you know, it is what it is, but there's solutions to, you know, that stuff. You could, you know, you could you could work harder. You could be smarter with your money. You know, I just think you got to do something and stop complaining. You know, start a side hustle. I almost feel like a side hustle side hustle in today's age is almost a necessity or like it's necessary, you know, like everything is so expensive. It's it's crazy, you know, like a fucking chicken sandwich meal at like McDonald's is hitting like 10 bucks. When I was a kid, I remember that shit being like I don't like 4 bucks. And I know inflation goes up every single year, but it's absurd, you know, like with all this shit going on, just just do something rather than complain, right? And I'm not trying to call people out and just be like, oh, you know, what the fuck, you know, you just calling me out. Like, no, I'm just trying to help you with a solution, right? I wouldn't just sit there and just be like, damn, these gas prices are, you know, crazy, whatever the fuck, you know, this shit sucks or whatever. Like, just try starting a side hustle, you know, just do something, just work harder, be smarter, fuck. Like, I don't know, just stop complaining. You know, times are tough. Situations like what's going on in Russia and Ukraine, they're out of our control. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. You know what I mean? That's all I'm trying to say at the end of the day. That's it. Just stay ready so you don't have to get ready. But, yeah, I didn't want to spend too much time on that because, you know, guys know, you know, it's it's a pretty positive show. I just want to address those, you know, gas prices or whatever. But you guys do know me and my sports. I love to talk about my sports. We're going to talk about the crazy NFL news that just happened with the Hall of Famer, really, quarterback. We're going to be talking about Russell Wilson getting traded. So if you did not hear or you need a refresher, the Seahawks are trading the quarterback Russell Wilson and a fourth-round pick to the Broncos for quarterback Drew Locke, tight end Noah Fant, defensive tackle Shelby Harris, two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and a fifth-round pick. And let me t- you guys know I'm, I'm a Niner fan, right? And the Seahawks are my right. Like, you know, we're, we have a, ri- a big, pretty big rivalry. So, you know, this is probably... I believe it was March 8th, the day the trade happened. March 8th was probably one of the saddest days in Seattle sport history. I'm not joking. He's probably the greatest Seattle sports athlete ever. And I know Ken Griffey Jr., you know, played for the Mariners and all this shit. But they don't have rings in Seattle, you know? I feel like the the other saddest day of in, in Seattle sports history was probably when the so- when the Sonics left. Like, for sure. And it's crazy. It's funny because not too long ago, Russ was talking about how he can never leave the city, and you know how it means so much to him. And I even saw some shit that he was, or he could have like run, ran for office or some shit in the city of Seattle. That's how much they, you know, they loved him and they fuck with him. But you know, this trade coming from a Niner fan, right? I think it's amazing to get him out of the NFC West. You know. I think the AFC West is the best division in the league. Well, at least quarterback-wise now because it's absolutely fucking stacked. You got Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, and now you got Russell Wilson, right? And those are all stacked quarterbacks. I don't I don't know if I want to say they're the best, you know, division in the league because you know, you could argue that they aren't. But the NFC West, I think a lot of people could say, you know, the league the Niners are in, we're definitely one of the most competitives. You have the Niners, you have the Cardinals, you have the Rams, and you have the Seahawks. 
And, you know, those all had great quarterbacks too. But now the AFC West, you know, with all those all those star quarterbacks, I don't even know what to expect really. Like, what I'm thinking is Patrick Mahomes is the first, right? Herbert is the second. Sorry, I'm just trying to think. I might be talking slow, but I'm just trying to think. Mahomes first, Herbert second. Wait, no, no, no. Fuck no. I just thought Russell's there now. Mahomes first, Russell second, Herbert third, fourth car. But you could argue. You could argue. Some people say, oh, Herbert is up higher. I don't know, right? I, I really focus on my Niners like a lot, right? Tremendously. But it just sucks because, you know, in my eyes, I think it, I think it makes sense because Russ, he didn't want to be there, right? And I saw that he wasn't talking to some people in the locker room. And I understand, you know, football teams are, they're huge. They're fucking huge, right? And, well, I never played football, right? So I don't know what the fuck it's like to be in a football locker room. But I would assume, you know, as a leader and as a captain on the team that you would at least not acknowledge some rookies. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta, you gotta have some type of leadership or something. But this is just like an article or a source. I don't know if it's fucking true or not. I know Russ is a great guy, you know, that, you know, he's a very, you know, family-oriented man that's, you know, just really good on the field, on and off the field, right? He's a great dude, Um, but it's just crazy because, like, I understand why, you know, Seahawks fans would be so upset. You know, they're, they're literally starting from zero, right? Like, rock bottom, like this, no type of future ahead of them no type of rebuilding like this is like beyond rebuilding this is like who fucking knows right except with those draft picks what i was telling i have a boy right that's a seahawk fan i was telling my boy i was like you know you guys did get draft picks look what the Bengals did with their past two draft picks right they got burrow and they got jamar chase right and now they just made a super bowl run well the seahawks could do some shit like that but i don't know how the seahawks you know like front office is is it is it is it good i don't know like i don't fucking know like i'm not a seahawk expert i just you know i just want to talk about this damn topic but you know it's i would be you know i would be upset if i was a seahawk fan i can't even lie you know you got this hall of famer quarterback that the only guy that has brought a ring to seattle you know now he's gone and it's kind of like you know just restarting no future ahead of them or nothing you know like as of right now no future ahead of them that's you know that's just like as of today but, you know, they could be making moves, obviously, in the offseason. But a rebuild is, like, literally an understatement right now. It really is. It's it's bad. Like, I've, I've read stuff saying that nobody is safe, like, uh, except for John Schneider and, you know, Pete. So even fucking Metcalf, I know they released uh, Wagner and stuff, you know, and, like, it's just, and Wagner was probably the, the best defensive player ever on the Seahawks, real talk. You know, they're not. I mean, they're established, but they're not like you know fucking established like a like a team like the Steelers or like the like the Cowboys or like the 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 Raiders, the Niners. You know, it's just established teams that have been there and been around. You know what I mean? But I just want to talk about that Russell trade. You know, he's going to the Broncos. I hope he balls out. I saw that you know the the economy in Denver is like really good, so maybe I don't know. I could just see Russell there in Denver for some reason. Um, I don't know. He doesn't. I mean, he does have some, you know, some weapons, but it's not like no DK Metcalf, like crazy star weapons or no crazy athletes. So we'll see how they play. You know, Peyton Manning went there and he he um was able to bring him a ring. So if if Russ is able to go over there to uh, Denver and get him a ring, pretty damn impressive. You know what I mean? I hope the best for him, though. It's uh, 
Well, it's good for Niner fans, right? For loyal Niner fans because obviously we hated going against Russ, but man, Russ Russell Wilson is a lot of fun to to watch, especially in person. The the player I would compare him to would probably be like um, Kyrie Irving in the NBA, or at least in person. When I went to the the Niner and Seahawks game last season, man, Russell Wilson to watch play. It's just crazy, man. Like, the way the guy runs, like, out of the pocket, and he's a mobile quarterback, and it's just extremely accurate. It's it's a lot of fun to watch, man. He The way they move, or he moves the ball, it's kind of like Kyrie, you know, with all, like, the fancy dribble moves and, you know, the driving and, the you know, like, the in and outs and all this crazy shit. He's just very, very fun to watch. And, uh, you know, it almost is sad to see him leave for some reason. I mean, because at the end of the day, like, I'm a fan of the NFL and like, you know, that Seahawks rivalry with the Niners, it's not going to hit the same because Russ isn't there. You know what I mean? Like, it. I mean, it's it's amazing for us, right? Like just, you know, just, I mean, contender wise, but kind of sucks to see him leave. I mean, I, I've always said I wanted to go to Seahawks game at Lumen Field and I will one day for sure. But with Russ there, you know, it. who, I don't know how it's gonna fucking be we'll see we'll we'll see what the hell is happening but i don't want to spend too much time on that shit but yeah um i want to address something real quick onto another thing mcdonald's i saw that they're temporarily closing 850 restaurants in russia um if you haven't seen a lot of businesses are starting to close down the restaurants in russia and um you know like starbucks apple netflix as well i think apple and netflix did it last week or uh, one of those or one of those companies did it last week but yeah man it just sucks because you know rush the russian people themselves are dealing with an insane shortage of everything i'm sure you know and shutting off a mcdonald's is like a it's a pretty big you know deal because i'm sure a lot of people do rely on you know like restaurants like that for food so to kind of shut them off for shit like that you know and these these companies are basically boycotting them and they're like you know we don't agree with what you're doing, so we're going to stop, you know, our businesses so they don't help your economy, right? So they're kind of screwing them over and stuff. We'll see how long Putin is doing this shit for. It's I'm, I don't know exactly, you know, what the details are on this war just because I try to kind of avoid it. But, you know, it is. it seems like Putin is being a bully, you know, to Ukraine, and he's almost trying to take it over and invade. I don't know the details, like I said. But it sounds like he's trying to be a bully, and it sounds like a lot of people don't agree with it. I was listening to the Full Send podcast, and they had Trump on the podcast, which was crazy. Like, for some YouTubers making some pranks to fucking have a a president on their podcast is just fucking absurd. Whether, you, you know, you like him or not. Like, if I had a fucking president on this podcast, bro, like, I wouldn't even know what to do. I'd be shook, you know what I mean? Like, to go from, like, damn near ground zero like nothing to having a president on your podcast and he's addressing that shit like you know how much new source articles are gonna like you know source the full send podcast it's gonna be crazy like putin's probably gonna hear some damn clips of that the full send podcast everyone's gonna discover it i just thought it was crazy you know like uh, i i had to listen to it and just fucking hear his thoughts because like i was just starstruck because i started following nelk you know the nelk boys when they were like nothing, I remember when they were doing the McDonald's interview prank, like I've been following them for like at least five years. I, like literally before they even had a million followers, I was already following them. And then now, you know, they're huge and like there's these, I don't know, they have all this crazy shit like Happy Dad and all their stuff. They're killing it, you know, absolutely. I don't know, they're they're crazy. Like whatever you support, yada, yada, like 
you cannot lie. You know, I know their fan base is a lot more, you know, like Republican or conservative and shit, but they're absolutely killing it. You know, to get someone like that on the show to, you know, for making YouTube videos to get someone like that on the show is just, it's, it's crazy, bro. And it shows you that anything's fucking possible. And they're from Canada. Yeah, well, at least Kyle and Jesse are, but you know, they're from, they're, they were from Can or they are from Canada and you know, they're over here in the fucking United States running shit down here. It's, it's just, it's just crazy, bro. Like, Congrats to them. But yeah, man, the, the, that whole shortage with McDonald's, man, it just it sucks because, you know, 850 restaurants, that's a lot of people. But I did see that those businesses are still tr um, paying their employees. So, you know, that is a great thing that they're doing. It just sucks for the people. You know, people, whether they agree or disagree with the war, they're still having the shortage, which, you know, what sucks and it's horrible. But, you know, on, on to another thing, really. Um... I want to talk about is covid over for good right so when i go to the gym right i i go and i i work out obviously right and i in california we don't have a mass mandate it's lifted right um when i go no one is wearing a mask right and working out with the mask on fucking sucks a lot it really does you get all hot and shit and you're breathing in the mask it sucks and I was just the type of person that I would just, I'd respect the mandate. If we had a mandate on, I'd just wear my mask. If we didn't have a mandate on, I won't wear my mask. I mean, you, I'm vaccinated. I've talked about this on the show. I have my booster. I have everything, right? But, you know, honestly, after this Omicron variant and all this shit, I, I honestly do think COVID is over for good. Well, it's still out there, of course, and I'm going to respect it, but... You know, when you're going out, it's starting to feel like normal. And I feel like people are not talking about COVID as much before it would be like, that would be like damn near the only thing you would hear. You would see it on the news a lot. And, you know, it seems like stuff is starting to go back to normal. Like even amusement parks and, you know, all kinds of stuff. They're list I mean, they're, they don't have mass mandates anymore. Even um, like at my gym, for example, the social distancing, you know, stickers and like all the stuff they had like on the floor or like, you know, all the signs or whatever in the front of the businesses they're all gone, so, you know, it's just, shit is starting to feel like no normal, you know, and, uh, I respect it, and, you know, I know COVID's still out there, so I'm, I carry my sanitizer with me, I'm a pretty clean guy, I always fucking sanitize my hands every time I go back in the car, and I never really touch my eyes or my face, and even when I touch my phone, you know, I'm still kind of like, oh, fuck, like, you know, I don't know, I just try to be as clean as possible, I still, you know, get a Lysol wipe, disinfect my phone and everything, but, yeah, you know, I, I was just saying, like, I, st I still respect it and shit, but I saw a fact saying that 40% of people in the United States have been infected with COVID and the remaining 60 have not. I have been blessed to be on the 60% side to not catch it yet, at least. Uh, I remember actually one of my goals when this pandemic first hit was to not catch COVID. And let me tell you, I've had like two or three interactions where I was very close like very close never caught it i mean some people might be like oh what the fuck how do you know if you caught it or not it's like i didn't ha I, I never had no symptoms i never had a fever i might have had like runny noses from here like you know i might have had runny noses or whatever but i never had a fever i haven't had a fever in like the past like five years i haven't have had a fever in a long time but you know i've just i've been blessed to be on the 60 percent side you know to not catch it yet and to get out of this pandemic thing, I think it's I think it's healthy, you know. If people want to wear their mask still, you know, which is I, I I respect, of course, but you know, 
I believe that we have to, you know, we have to get out of here. You know, I, like this, this isn't the new normal. You know, I don't want to see, you know, like this is going to sound hella conservative, but I don't want to see people wearing like masks and stuff. If you want to, you know, of course I'm going to respect it, but like, I feel like we have to get back to normal eventually. Right. And like, I feel like, you know, with all, with you, you're, you know, you just seeing a lot of these people, you know, wearing their mask when there really isn't a mask mandate. It kind of just reminds you of like the negative times and, you know, like all this shit. It's almost like I just I just want to move on, you know, like that's really what it is. And if a mask mandate comes back up, I'm going to fucking put my mask on, you know. But I really don't think I really don't think we are going to get another mask mandate, you know, after this Omicron variant. And I forgot how long the Spanish flu went for. It was probably like, fuck, I don't even want to say I don't want to embarrass myself. Let's just say three years, right? I, let's just say roughly, that's what I'm guessing, right? Around three years, whatever. You know, COVID has been around almost around three years, you know, so this pandemic, statistically, you know, if we're following it like the Spanish flu, it's supposed to be ending, you know, like really soon and stuff. And, you know, what the, I guess, you know, the Spanish flu had variants as well and stuff. I mean, they didn't have vaccines back then. You know, thank God we have the technology, you know, and all the, all the tools to, you know, get shit done a lot quicker. But, you know, like, I don't know. We. I just think it's over. I think it's done. That's it. You know. I, I. I. hope to God. I pray to God. It is for all of our mental health. You know, and all this stuff, so we could just get back to living our normal lives, our happy normal lives, without you know all these crazy shit. You know, and we gotta worry about our health so much. That's that's all I want at the end of the day. <clears throat> uh, I want to talk about lastly. Um, I want to talk about this Covington versus Masvidal fight on Saturday night, about a week ago. Colby Covington. And Jorge Masvidal fought, right? They fought, I believe it was in Vegas at the T-Mobile Arena. I looked at tickets. Tickets were roughly about like 400 bucks, which is expensive, but it's not that expensive. When I was looking into going to the Conor McGregor fight in Vegas, the cheapest ticket to get in the door was $900. Well, actually, I don't think that was the cheapest ticket. I think that was lower level seats, $900. And that was just to walk in the damn arena for $900. That was the Poirier fight where um, it ended like the first or second round or something like that. But Connor broke his leg. But there was crazy ass. Everybody was there. Like everyone, like the Kardashians, like fucking Donald Trump was there. Fucking I don't, all kinds of crazy, you know, famous ass people. But going back to this Covington versus Masvidal fight. Look, I have a lot of respect for Jorge Gamebred Masvidal, right? He's He, he, he is the BMF. You know, title holder, the baddest motherfucker title holder. Um, you know, I'm a big Diaz fan just because I'm from, um, you know, Stockton. Fans of the, um, you know, both the Diaz brothers. But when Masvidal and Diaz fought, you know, D- Diaz lost, you know, fair and square. Uh, I know it almost seems like Nate never loses, you know, how he, he hops on back on Twitter and talks all his shit, whatever. But Nate, you know, he he really got his ass whooped. I think it was like the the fourth round or something like that where he um he won or something like that. But let me tell you, Nate has a a lot a lot of heart because he was getting hit and all these shits. And I know it always looks worse with when, when Diaz fights because you know both the brothers, you know, they get hit and they they bleed real easy. But that's also entertaining because you know there's a Diaz fight. You know there's gonna be a lot of blood. But when they when Masvidal and Diaz fight, honestly. Because I'm still technically kind of new to UFC and, you know, the MMA community. That was the first time I discovered Masvidal. 
And, uh, you know, I instantly, well, it wasn't the first time. I knew of him before, but, like, you know, that was kind of, like, my first big performance watching him because they were headliners in uh, New York at Madison Square Garden. But, yeah, them, you know, duked it out, battled it out like some warriors, and, you know, Jorge ended up walking away with the, the BMF belt. Well, Colby Covington is a hell of a fighter, right? Like, a good fighter. Like, like I'm talking a really good fighter. I think he's only had three losses, and I think two of them have been from Kamara Usman. Usman is a different breed, right? That is like the top of the top, like the best of the best. Like striking and is striking is crazy, wrestling is crazy. So you know, Usman is just like number one champion, different breed. I don't think no one could catch up to his ass. Like, well, maybe eventually when he slows down, but as of right now, I think Usman is on top, killing it by a comfortable margin. Covington is in second, right? Well, Colby Covington, if Usman wasn't just such a different breed and, you know, just a special talent and, like, you know, like a, uh, just a crazy fighter, Covington would be the champion, right? Easy. I think we could, we could all agree on that. Like, he's he's the first contender, right? Right after uh, Usman. But, you know, in my head, after watching this fight, it was not a good fight overall. And I believe Covington won all rounds by... I don't want to say a comfortable margin. Well, yeah, actually, by 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 a comfortable margin, Covington whooped ass. He came in. I mean, he was talking his shit. Came in, whooped Masvidal's ass. You know, I I know that they got they got beef and you know they're mad or some shit. I think it all started because of a coach. It was like Masvidal's coach like took you know a Masvidal in as his uh, as his dad or something like that. And Colby Covington was talking shit on him. I think he was talking shit on the, uh, you know, on Brazil or something like that because he had a fight in Brazil. And he was basically saying, fuck you to all the Brazilians. You know, he's all fucking conservative in America and, you know, this and that. But I think it all started with that. It, it was a coach. Covington started talking shit on him. Masvidal didn't appreciate it. So now, you know, they're, they, they're enemies. And they were best friends in each other's corner at one point. And, you know, at the end of the day, it is a fucking business, right? We all know that. <clears throat> but another thing about that fight was I saw Drake put seven... Bitcoin on Jorge Masvidal, which is about $275,000, right? And I know the Drake curse, you know, a lot of people say that shit, you know, the old Drake curse, he put some shit on it, you know, he puts a bet on, you know, it's just going to go the other way. Well, Drake was right with the Super Bowl, right? Didn't he, like, cash out all his wagers or whatever during the Super Bowl with, like, OBJ and, I don't know, all this shit? I don't believe in that Drake curse bullshit, you know, I just think that's something the media can, like, I don't know, just have fun with or whatever. But putting money on Masvidal, I saw Drake put it, right? And I was like, no. And my gut was telling me, do not put it on Masvidal. Because he was the heavy underdog. And Covington is just, you know, he's just a different breed. If you don't know about UFC and you know, you would probably more, you'd be more familiar with Jorge Masvidal. Probably because you'll see him like with like Jake Paul or like you'll see him with like more social media influencers and shit. But if you really, you know, know about the statistics and you know, you know, like the rankings and shit, you would have known Colby Covington is the guy to put money on for sure, without a doubt. I know they were in each other's corner and, you know, helping each other out and this and that, but no, fuck that. Colby Covington was the guy to put on. You know, Drake ended up losing the $275,000, obviously, which is probably like fucking like $30 or 20 fucking $5 to me, which really isn't a loss. I mean, sucks. Yeah, he lost, but Drake is 
how much is Drake worth? Probably like upwards of like a hundred million, maybe, maybe more. I don't know. He's probably gonna be a billionaire eventually, so that's just not gonna be nothing to him. But I, I just knew, you know, I knew it was a sketch bet. Covington, you know, he's a fucking beast. As much, as much as he talks shit, the guy, he's a hell of a fighter. I actually came across this, um, this clip of Cole, uh, Covington talking to like this real humble, like I think it was a Mexican kid, just asking him advice on a fighter. And just telling them, you know, don't give up, you know, stay in the gym. Uh, everyone was out partying and shit, you know, on weekends. I was in the gym, just, you know, as as, cle- or as cringe as that could sound to some people, you know what I mean? But he was really just saying it, and, you know, it, it, he he was real humble. And the kid told him, like, man, the media, like, you should, you know, I want, uh, like, you should show other people, you know, this, the humble side of you. And he was like, nah, man, the media, the media don't want to see that side of me. You know, like, it that, that side of me doesn't sell. So I know deep down inside, when you get to, you know, a level like that, and you kind of come from nothing. I don't know his whole story. I don't know if he came from nothing, but it seems like you know he <clears throat> to be you know at the top of the UFC. You you got to work hard, right? That's just not gonna just come easy and be fucking handed to you. But you know, for anyone that has overcame obstacles and stuff like that, and just overcame all kind of barriers and never quit and always stayed down and you know true, I think everyone has a similar mindset and they they will always 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 be humbled. Always be humbled by the journey and, you know, all the stuff they've overcame. Yeah, some people might have a persona, you know, to sell stuff. At the end of the day, you know, it is a business. It's part of the business. But, you know, their their true intentions are to be humble and stuff. And I know Covington talks a lot of shit on LeBron and he is fucking conservative and all this shit. I might not agree with, you know, a lot of the shit he says, but guy could fucking fight, right? And he backs it up with, you know, he backs up his shit talking with his actions. And, you know, I'm all for that. You know, it can't just be you know, fucking throwing rocks and then hide your hands, you know what I mean? Can't be doing that, you know, you guys know I don't support that shit. But, <clears throat> I know it was a quick episode today, I gotta go watch the Batman in a little bit, I gotta edit this podcast, get it up, and then I'm going to go watch the Batman, I will be giving a review on that, the next episode, I know I'm a little bit late, like, about a week late watching this, I, yeah, I don't know, I just gotta do some shit, I gotta do some homework and all this stuff, so, a little chaotic today, had to knock out a quick episode, don't worry, next week you guys will be spoiled with two episodes and I'll make sure they're banger episodes. I'm going to, you know, prep and put in the work to make sure that they are good episodes. I'm supposed to have an interview with my boy Jacob Pico. That'll probably be going up next week. We're going to be talking about fashion, streetwear, all kinds of, you know, stuff that, you know, the the whole game really. There's a lot of fashion. So if you're into, you know, sneakers at all, Jordans, you know, Yeezys, anything supreme, fuck any type of fashion, anything. That is the episode to be in because I would say we are pretty damn good experts on that shit. Probably 10 plus years in the sneaker game for sure. But without further ado, uh, I'm out of here. Make sure you guys make it a great day. Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. Leave a review on the uh, Spotify app. Please greatly. It will be greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, yeah, and that's it. I'm out of here. I'll see you guys next week. Peace.